the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. It's all I want. She's blonde, five foot two. It's all I need, yeah. And one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. This is my America. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show on this Friday Eve. Thank Jesus. Thank you, indeed. And I certainly do mean that. And I got to tell y'all, if you're not here in San Diego, I got to tell you that I'm so happy today. If you, if I sound like I'm in especially good spirits, I am, because I think the heat wave broke. I mean, I have been feeling like we have just been slammed with this high humidity here in San Diego. It was like upwards of like 80% humidity. And so I have just had a little extra pep in my step. Is Hunter Biden a national... Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, that's okay. Um, and I know that I got peeps around the country and in the South that are like, I'm going to slap you if you complaining about the humidity in San Diego, but we're, we're, I'm just not built for it anymore. We're so. usually built for perfection. We're, we, we are. We're built for perfect weather here in San Diego. I'm not built for a, a hair full of frizz anymore. Thanks <laughs> to high humidity. <laughs> so I'm in great spirits tonight, but I always am anytime I get to share this time with you guys. Um, so much breaking news today. Got a great show for you guys, but I'm also, in addition to hitting all the hot topics like I usually do, I actually set aside a little time to read a few emails because I've got so many people emailing me and you guys are sending me some really, really good stuff. In fact, information, and I got one today, particularly on the Chinese Communist Party that I'm going to read for you guys to later, uh, later on in the show. Speaking of the CCP, we all know that the occupant of the Oval Office Mr. JB has had ties with the CCP for a while and it's beginning to get exposed. And our man Matt Gates tried to get to the heart of the matter today regarding HB Hunter Biden today in a hearing. And we're going to play a clip for you guys and a little bit of that hearing to share with you um, whether or not we've actually got any possibility as to whether or not anybody with the last name of Biden is going to be prosecuted because, you know, uh, Lester Holt had an interview with Merrick Garland the other day about the possibility of Trump being prosecuted. And we're going to discuss that with you guys tonight as well, because we kind of have a little theory as to what we think, how we think this is going to play out as we roll into the elections. Speaking of rolling into the elections, they already, and, and as a, a plan, and I don't think it's hard to figure out that the playbook in terms of trying to stop the red wave in the midterms includes a couple viruses and that and not just COVID. But we got to share with you guys the latest the uprising, the uproar, if you will, uh, surrounding the monkeypox virus. So we've got lots to get into tonight. Uh, R stands for recession. OK, we need our favorite Kamala gal to do a clip talking about the definition of the word recession. Don't we? Wouldn't that be fantastic? Um, but our, 
don't stop thinking about tomorrow. tomorrow. And what recession means. Oh, that's okay. not bad. R stands for recession. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get the cackle down. But financial thought doctor Dave L. Hoff, our financial contributor here, will be here for our News You Can Use segment. He usually is on Wednesdays, but magically he ended up needing to come on tonight, which is perfect because we actually have the truth about that R word to share with you guys tonight, as well as a way that you might actually do. We might have a little bit of good news for California residents in terms of inflation relief. So much to get into tonight. Write this number down. 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. We are streaming live right now on the Answer San Diego Facebook page. 888-344-1170, though. Um, all right. So um, before I go any further, let me bring in my partner in crime every night of the week. His cackle's almost as good as Kamala's. I'm talking about DJ Potato Skins. Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't cackle. And if I did, <laughs> it would be better than hers. Uh, and I don't want to get infected with the donkey pox. Uh, right. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, or is it really about the money pox? Is yeah, that really what's going accurate. on here? Um, but speaking of skins I, and, and emails that I've gotten in the show, I got an email, uh, somebody asking how many listeners really liked the name skins. I think I might shorten it too much. I think I might need to remind everybody that your name is actually potato skins. Potato skins. <laughs> Not just skins, because that kind of invokes images from a movie, Silence of the Lambs, where somebody's making flesh suits. Okay, it's skins. skins. Okay, yeah. Tato skins. Or tater skins for short. Okay, so um, we first started hearing about monkeypox um, growing in numbers across Eastern Europe quickly. Although the numbers, and when the story first broke, the numbers weren't really high. And then people were like, "Well, what's this monkeypox? We had this isn't a, a, a virus that we had. I'd ever really heard about it. Do, do you know the first time this?" Recent times with this monkeypox is the first time I've ever, ever I'd never heard, heard about it. Never heard the term. Didn't know anything about it. Of course, it was accurately named because this was a virus out of Africa that was within the monkey community. So just like bird flu is accurately, you know, termed bird flu because it involves birds. Um, the same thing with the monkeypox. So it started rising in Europe, and then immediately, you know, with the hype started over monkeypox. Um, the numbers have still not reached any kind of epidemic proportions, but that did not stop the porn pushers in the, quote, healthcare community, whether it's the World Health Organization, the chumps out of um, England and the UK and London that tried to push the COVID porn uh, phony numbers back with COVID. And then, of course, we had Fauci starting to push it and trying to get people panicked about it as it came to the United States. And they are continuing to try to push the panic related to monkeypox to the degree to where a story came out uh, Wednesday that today Javier Becerra was going to declare on the the World Health Organization a few days ago had declared um, that this was at an, an, an monkeypox was a an international emergency. And that it was something that, um, how did they put it? The World Health Organization declared monkeypox a public health emergency of international concern. At that point, we already knew and reported here that the majority of cases, even initially out of Europe and then as it came to the United States, even in the early days, we knew, much like COVID, that the cases were really within mostly a confined community, which was gay men. And let's point out that is a fact. That's not an opinion. Right. And this was the early days. Who was getting it? 
it was men and then as and they even openly admitted that they were part of the gay community and and so that's not to disparage anybody that just was the fact so when the world health organization the other day came out and declared an emergency of international concern i said here on the show how is this an international concern when this is just a few cases in fact to date there's only been five deaths in the entire continent of africa There's no way you can see this story as anything but an attempt to try to invoke fear and panic into the minds of the American people, just like COVID. Same tactics to try to convince everybody that everybody had an equal chance of getting in and dying from it. Untrue. Nevertheless, the Biden administration came out and and actually indicated that today Javier Becerra would declare a national emergency and invoke emergency powers. And as Dr. Malone put it, uh, the purpose for doing that would be basically to turn monkeypox into moneypox because that would that would invoke powers bestowed upon the United States government to tap into money and then um, explore options in terms of in terms of powers over the people. Not unlike the emergency powers is how Mussolini decided here in California to give himself the right to put us all on a dimmer switch and decide which businesses were allowed to stay open, which weren't. That was the obvious play going on here. Meanwhile, it's like you said, 95% of the cases documented are within the gay community. And now I'm about to have to get a little adult in my in my content here, if you've got under 18 people listening, you might want to change the dial, but we got to go there because when we are in a position to where the United States government is trying to use the same playbook that stole freedoms away from Americans under the phony guise of public health, I got to be real about it and I got to be honest about it. And that's where we should always be coming from a place of is honesty about what's happening in our in, in, in our community. And, I, and and let me say this. And I said this on the socials today. I don't care who you have sex with as long as it's not with a child and it's in a consenting adult. Other than that, I don't care. It's what's being revealed within the gay community is that the outbreak And the fast spread is taking place because as the gay community is well documenting, they are engaging in orgy behavior. That's a fact. An absolute fact. I don't care who you have sex with as long as it's not children and it's with consenting adults. And I don't care whether or not you're engaging in group activity as long as it's all consenting adults. Until that starts being used by the U.S. government as a means to take my freedoms away. And that's where we're at. There's a, there was a Twitter user called Babe the Pig Boy, who was one of the vocal, uh, promiscuous gay young men who bragged about his experiences all over Twitter. He has since made his account private. Uh, he uh, recounted his experience contracting monkeypox uh, last week. He admitted to engaging in sex with almost 40 men over a week. So um, and joking that I guess he presumed at least one of the 40 men gave it to him. Again, if you're consenting adults, I don't care. Do what do what you want to do. And this goes back to COVID as well. This is why I rejected the whole thing about collectivism under COVID. Do not try to make me responsible for your health. I am not responsible for your life choices. And if I have to start assuming responsibility for your health, I'm going to take control over your choices. And that includes what you eat, what you consume, where you go and who you have sex with. Because I'm not taking responsibility for your life and you get to do whatever you want to do and contract whatever virus that you want to contract. There was discussions about children that came up. 
There are two children, only two children in this country, supposedly, that contracted the monkeypox. And according to the left, these two children were, quote, adjacent to the gay community. Do you know what that word adjacent means to the gay community? How are these children adjacent to the gay community? We know that this is trans, transmitted and, and spread through close contact, skin to skin and sexual activity. Yeah, paints How, pictures I don't like. I don't like either. Speaking of children, you're not, you, you know, we still have mask mandates. We look at the, look at the forced behavior on Americans where you were, we had Americans dragged out of grocery stores because they didn't put a mask on. Yet nobody's allowed right now to speak the truth about what is going on in the gay community spreading this monkeypox. Nobody's allowed to tell them to stop having orgies. In fact, somebody dared, Ned Ryan dared to go there in an interview and speak the truth. And here's what happened. Skins, please play clip one. As for monkeypox, I, I think there's a pretty good rule in life. Uh, don't attend gay orgies. Uh, when you look at the New England Journal's report of the five orgies they reviewed, Ned, come on, man. It's not what? about gay. How about no, not any orgies? Go, go look at the New England Journal's report that NBC News reported on, on Friday, in which of the 528 cases they reviewed, 95% were between sex between men. Yeah, I think we actually have to have a serious conversation about where this is coming from. When I'm done, Brad, you can talk. Instead of going crazy and declaring a national pandemic when 3,000 people have it right now, it's insane. I don't know, man. You don't have to be gay to get monkeypox, and uh, you don't have to be bigoted when you talk about treating something that is that easily spread. Marie. It's not bigoted. Yeah, it is. This, this is science, Kennedy. Ninety-five yeah. percent of the cases from the New right, England I, Journal. You know what? I'm going to let Brad. Yeah, of course she had to move on because he continues to quote the fact that the science is behind the fact that 95%, he's quoting truth and facts and science. Ninety-five. You don't have to be gay, but that's where it's being spread. That's where it's being spread in the gay community and through orgies. And these same people calling you a bigot for pointing that out are the same people that think they have the right to, to shame you if you don't want to wear a mask. It's not bigoted to point out who's spreading this. Shame on Kennedy. And by the way, you know, I, I don't even understand, you know, why, um, you know, uh, why she some people still consider her a conservative. She's absolutely she's absolutely not conservative. But this is just the same old tactics, you know, hurl some invective at somebody. And that's how you think you're going to shut down debate. Had tip to Ned Ryan for not allowing her to do that. She had to throw out the bigot word when he's pointing out facts. Right. Of course, not everybody. Um, you don't have to be gay to get it. But there's there is for some reason it is spreading fastly through that community. And I don't want to get graphic into in, into why it is. You know, I don't know. I'm not an expert in the monkeypox, but if it's if it's primarily within that community and it's behaviorally related, then that's who needs to be dealt with. That's who needs to be dealt with. The, uh, and again, this is, this is a similar, same tactic they tried to use with COVID. And they're continuing to try to use with COVID to have control over all of us to assert the lie that everybody has an equal chance of getting it. The only way I have a chance of getting it right now is from, uh, evidently, in studying this today, from the sheets off of a bed of somebody who had it. I'm not living with anybody with monkeypox. Okay? I don't have a chance of getting this. 
It is spread through skin to skin, close contact with somebody with open lesions and through sexual fluids. That's how it's spread. So it and 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 it and it might likely spread throughout America through hospital. I mean, through uh, hotels, maybe who who are not properly taking care of the bed linens. If I was if I was, um, you know, a hotel worker, you know, I might be concerned about getting it. But I would I I would accept responsibility and use gloves and and protect myself. Um, But shame on the left for continuing to use these tactics. These are the same tactics they've been using on us for decades. And in the past, it worked, right? It worked in the past to say, if you wanted to to seal the border, secure the border, you hated brown people. If you didn't want to pay for Sandra Flux, um, you know, birth control, you hated women, right? If you didn't want to pay for for women's abortions, you hated women, right? And you wanted to force them all to be barefoot and pregnant. This shame game has to stop because they have effectively used the shame game against Republicans to the point to where we destroyed a $3 trillion economy over the shame game surrounding COVID. That's what we did. Can you imagine if the same thing happened with this? Well, that's what they were trying to do. Um, we're going to take a break. When we come back, um, we're going to shift gears. Um, because while um, they shamed you over masks, how do I try to transition from the shame game to Hunter Biden? You know what? There ain't any really cool transition. There's not a really great segue. Um, but we are going to uh, segue into, well, it is about freedoms. It is about freedoms. And we've got two sets of of laws in our country, one for the peasants and one for the elites who get to commit crimes and get away with it. And, it, and if they don't like your opinion, they throw you in a gulag. Yeah, there's my segue. And we're going to segue into a break. This is the Andrea K Show on AM 1170. The Answer San Diego will be back. Don't go anywhere. Andrea K telling you like it is while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. So last night we shared with you guys the blockbuster, right? And I still think it's blockbuster. Um, story about whistleblowers coming to Chuck Grassley and exposing the fact that uh, FBI agents were being incentivized and offered o- awards in order to change the classification of individuals uh, from misdemeanors to DVEs, domestic violence extremists. And basically what this is about is it's about uh, classifying MAGA and Trump supporters and those that believe in the America First, uh, uh, the America First agenda uh, to be domestic terrorist and domestic extremist. Meanwhile, those that have actually committed crimes in this country, Democrats, actually subverted the U.S. Constitution Corruption at the worst possible levels, like Joe Biden and Hunter Biden, they get a pass. Hillary Clinton violating the Espionage Act. There were actually special operatives that had to be evacuated out of Yemen because Hillary Clinton violated the Espionage Act. And yet she wasn't held accountable at all. James Comey covered up the crimes. Molly Hemingway from The Federalist said it great yesterday. She said that the Department of Justice is 100% politicized at this point. Actually, let me see if I can read the tweet. Because I know that I shared with you guys last night that I feel sometimes like I'm the only one that sees this issue uh, for as as bad as it is. She says the DOJ is 100% political and an existential threat to the republic's continued survival. All people of goodwill must do whatever they can to stop them before they and their media and Democrat enablers destroy the entire country the fbi is working overtime at not just of at a few at the top but at every level of the fbi and across this country i don't know how many whistleblowers there are that have come forward to chuck grassley and jim jordan but it's not enough 
and what what patriots are left in the FBI and the Department of Justice are being purged, just like the the patriots and those that want to protect the United States and protect and, and uphold the Constitution are being purged from the U.S. military. And you got to think about that combination there. You got to think about a Department of Justice that is willing to throw uh, uh, Americans in jail with no bail for trespassing. When when and then uh, actively covering up those that are are literally committing crimes of corruption, graft, and and pre, in, in doing and putting the nation at a national security risk. I know it risk. sounds like it's right out of 1984, but I mean it's scary stuff. It's very scary stuff, and the Republican Party is starting to at least make an attempt to look like they're beginning to take the, the deep, straight, deep state and the administrative state seriously. Uh, Matt Gates, we've actually got a few. Um, Matt Gates, I guess there was a hearing today of which an assistant, uh, US att- an assistant attorney general named Olson was, um, there was a, a committee hearing today, and he was taking questions. And this is a question that was presented by Matt Gates. Skins, please play clip four. Is Hunter Biden a national security threat? That's not a question that would come up before me, uh, Congressman. You're the head of the in, National Security Division, so it seems sort of on the nose. It's not in my practice or experience to identify individuals not in my and, and to We've label that any individual, an American citizen or any individual, as a national security threat. Well, you would certainly concede that if the adult offspring of the President of the United States or the Vice President were compromised, that would be a national security threat, right? We speak through our filings in court, uh, and we speak through our actions in in, in open court. Um, so I would, okay, well, how, I would speak to this. Where's the in, laptop? In that position. Do you know where Hunter Biden's laptop is? I, again, I'm not going to talk about any potential well, ongoing. Do you investigation know where it is? As I sit do here. You know where it is. I'm not going to talk about any ongoing. You, you, investigation. you come here and you tell I us you follow here. the facts and the law, but you can't even follow a laptop that you guys have had for three years. We follow the. Yes or no? What a liar! What an absolute liar. Let's talk about a couple of things he says there. First of all, Matt Gates, I, I can't say whether or not somebody's a national security threat. You're the head of the National Security Division. It's your job. You got one job. This is like asking us the sandwich artist at Subway, you know, for, you know, for a six inch, you know, tuna. And he goes, you know, I don't know how to put together a six inch tuna. What are you asking me that for? Right. Well, you you're you're a sandwich artist. You've got the little you know tag, right? That's kind of uh, we we do that in court. Right. Then he goes on to say, well, you know, I we I, I can't. He mumbled around, but what he was trying to say about an individual, we don't we don't look at individuals. Of course, you do. For five years, the Department of Justice and the FBI and the IC, all thirteen different intelligence uh, community apparatuses, have done nothing but target one individual. And you, at the, there was a woman who ran for the U.S. Attorney at the Southern District of New York, who specifically campaigned for the fact that she was going to target and bring down Donald J. Trump. We have evidence that they falsified. Warrant applications to FISA courts specifically to target individuals, not because there was probable cause that a crime had been committed, but because they were looking to find crimes. And if they couldn't find a crime that was committed, they manufactured it or they or they set a trap for somebody to commit a process crime. That's what went on with Michael Flynn. That's what went on with Papadopoulos. That's what went on with on and on and on and on and on. Roger Stone. 
Jerome Corsi, although they, they weren't able to get Jerome Corsi in process crimes. He was too smart for him in the investigations. Michael Flynn, they trapped because they were supposed to be there just having a conversation. They didn't tell him they were there interrogating him, which is entrapment. And then what they do is they bully them and bully them and, and, and break them financially, break them, break their spirit. Try to then tell them, look, you know, you might as well cop for this and you might as well plead guilty for this because otherwise we're going to take your family down too, leaving them no choice. That's what happened with Michael Flynn. So don't tell me that you don't target individuals and don't tell me that you don't know that Hunter Biden and Joe Biden are compromised when we, when when the, the a laptop documents it. The laptop documents it. It documents the lie that Joe Biden told that he had no communications with Hunter Biden and had no idea what was going on with his businesses. When the laptop documents meetings that took place in the Oval Office with Joe Biden, Hunter Biden and different business associates, including the Chinese Communist Party. There's a video of of Joe Biden bragging about how he got the prosecutor removed from investigating his son's company out of Ukraine. There's spreadsheets documenting the corruption that took place between Joe Biden and his son, Hunter. And that's not even getting into his sister, uh, Joe Biden's sister and his brother. With energy deals involving Honduras and involving the Middle East. We cannot have a country going forward when we have a 100% politicized Department of Justice and a 100% politicized jack boot force of the FBI. We're done. And this is why I keep saying that it's great to talk about sealing the border. It's great to talk about what we need to do to reduce spending, to bring jobs back into this country, all to, to deal with the crime, all the different 42 points that Trump talked about in his speech. But if we don't take, if we don't route out and completely destroy and dismantle the administrative state, these unelected bureaucrats who are controlling us and, and, and in part, uh, by con- they're controlling our elections as a part of the scheme. We don't have a future as a country. We're going to take a break. We come back. I want to play a- as a part of this story. I'm going to continue di- di- the discussion with more evidence that's on the laptop about Hunter Biden. But also, I want to play you guys a clip from Merrick Garland and ask you guys what you think about what the play is and whether or not you agree with Julie Kelly, who thinks that there is a 99.9% chance that Donald Trump will, will be indicted and prosecuted. 888-344-1170. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170. The answer, San Diego. AK, dynamite in a dress. Or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on the answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Uh, this January 6th committee, I believe, is serious. A lot of people are calling it a show trial. It is a show trial in the sense that... Uh, um, it's about propaganda. It's about demonizing individuals. It's about trying to isolate individuals and push out propaganda to, to uh, persecute um, people for their politics. Um, but it is also about, in, in my opinion, they are, I said in 2015, they are going to dig and dig and dig against Donald J. Trump until they find a receipt that, that until they find that he, he wrote off a hammer from a Home Depot without a receipt in order to get him prosecuted and thrown in jail and i believe that they mean it i in in regards to hunter biden there has been far enough evidence for him to have been you look at the time period for which bob Mueller gets gets uh jeff sessions 
recuses himself and hands over the keys to the liquor cabinet to the drunks, i.e. the the left that wanted to remove Trump from office in their coup attempt called the Russian collusion investigation. The day Robert Mueller walked into the office, he knew there was no evidence and so did the Republican Party. And he proceeded to go after Republicans in Trump's circle. And in two years, how many people did he have indicted? And prosecuted and thrown and dragged out of their homes at 5 a.m. and thrown in jail from Papadopoulos to Michael Flynn to Michael Cohen to Roger Stone dragged out of his house and on and on and on. This laptop was found in years ago. They've known about this years ago. They've known about this. It, um, in fact, it was Bill Barr who called around to U.S. attorneys in 2020 committing an act of obstruction of justice bill barr himself should be investigated and prosecuted called off any investigation all these intelligence community people came out and said it was russian disinformation when it was the truth in miranda devine's new york post article in october of 2020 she revealed uh that there was uh that there was different emails and different different references to the big guy the big guy in these deals at that point, everybody was speculating, of, of course, obviously, who's the, it was obvious who the big guy was. It was Joe Biden. Who was going to get 10% on the deals? Of course, it was Joe Biden. Because what did they do but fly all around um, on the VP jet, you know, to, to, I mean, there's images of them landing, Hunter Biden and Joe Biden, on the tarmac in the CCP, okay? So we all knew who the big guy was. Well, um, now there's um, this coming to us from some... I guess some of the same whistleblowers that went to Chuck Grassley from the FBI and the DOJ about uh, the fact that the initial whistleblower report wasn't just about how they were changing the classifications from D, uh, from D, for DVEs. It was about how the FBI cooked up an, an, uh, an office to cover up the crimes of Hunter Biden, to suppress it and make sure the American people uh, thought that it was disinformation. We now know, according to those whistleblowers, that there were, were emails that were between a man named James Gillier, who was a former British Special Forces operative with ties to UK intelligence services, who was in an email exchange with someone, an unnamed person, on October 14, 2020. In the message, Gillier um, refers to the to whoever in the email exchange about Biden's apparent involvement in his son's foreign deals. He tells this person that it would not be damaging regardless of the outcome of the 2020 presidential election. Gillier was asked, quote, if Hunter and or Joe or Joe's campaign would try to make it, oh, we were never involved and try to basically make us collateral damage. In other words, these people were scared. There's emails exchanges that these people who were in business dealings with Hunter and Joe Biden that if it was revealed that Joe Biden, that they would be thrown to the wolves for the corruption and Joe, Bri- Joe Biden and Hunter Biden would get away with it and scapegoat these people. Gillier responds, I don't see how that would work for them. He says, I think in the scenario that he wins, they would just leave sleeping dogs lie. He goes on to say, if they lose, honestly, I don't think that the big guy really cares about that because he'll be too busy focusing on all the other blank that he's doing. So these people were worried that they were going to not only be left to the wolves, but actually be attacked and scapegoated and prosecuted. Do you follow? Um, What more evidence do we need? There's far enough evidence. They got Al Capone for far less than what's on this laptop. 
Do I believe at this? Well, let me play this clip from Merrick Garland and then Skins and I can share what our theory is going on. So we've got we've got two potential investigations and indictments happening here. One involves Trump and the January 6th committee and commission and one that involves Hunter Biden. Um, I believe there's a reason why all these FBI uh, whistleblowers are coming forward now or why Chuck Grassley is revealing because these whistleblowers came to him in May. Why is this coming out now? Why is the heat suddenly as we're going into the midterms? Why is the heat suddenly on? Because I don't trust Chuck Grassley any more than I trust the, Dem- trust the Democrats to be straight with you. Why is all this stuff about Hunter Biden coming out now at the same time that they're coming out hard on Trump? Let's play skins of uh, the Lester Holt clip from last night. You said in no uncertain terms the other day that no one is above the law. That said, um, the indictment of a former president, of perhaps candidate for president, would arguably tear the country apart. Is that your concern as you make your decision down the road here? Do you have to think about things like that? Look, we pursue justice without fear or favor. We intend to hold everyone anyone who was criminally responsible for the events surrounding January 6th for any attempt to interfere with the lawful transfer of power from one administration to another accountable. That's what we do. We don't pay any attention to other uh, issues with respect to that. So if Donald Trump were to become a candidate for president again, that would not change your schedule or or how you move forward or don't move forward? Uh, Say again that... uh, We will hold accountable anyone who is criminally responsible for attempting to interfere with the transfer, legitimate lawful transfer of power from one administration to the next. What I find very interesting is that, of course, when we're talking about uh, prosecutions here, it was very narrow. He made it very narrow in terms of what he's looking to prosecute. And it was um, any attempt to interfere with the lawful transfer of power. That's very squishy. It's narrow in the sense that we're, we're not really looking for anybody. Um, it, I, I'm not, as the Department of Justice, um, looking for um, somebody that did, say, like Hunter Biden and, you know, created a national security threat by um, using and abusing the, uh, 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 the vice office of the vice presidency in order to enrich themselves for gain by cooking up deals in, in with our foreign enemies, right? Um, he didn't say we will prosecute anybody that we see has broken the law. We will follow probable cause that tells us a crime's been committed and we will prosecute anybody that's committed that crime. No, the only thing he's interested in, in prosecuting is anybody that supposedly interfered with a transfer of power. However, only as it relates to January 6th, because Jamie Raskin, who sits on the January 6th committee, actually tried to do the same thing that was occurring on January 6th. 20, uh, 2021 in January of 2017. It was Jamie Raskin himself who tried to get the electors from being certified in his state. I do believe, and by the way, I'm not aware of any civil code that has to do with, he says, any attempt to interfere with a lawful transfer of power. So while it's very narrow in terms of what he's willing to prosecute, it's actually, that language is very broad. What's any attempt? They could, you know, take somebody's tweet on Twitter that said stop the steal and say they interfered. Clearly, under under this uh, under this definition, that clearly would be Trump. I actually believe I agree with Julie Kelly. I think that there is a ninety nine point nine percent chance 
that they will indict or seek an indictment of Donald Trump. I absolutely believe it. I think you and I should share what, what we thought, though, but it's also going to come most likely at a cost for them. Right, because what the, what I think is going to happen is, do I think that Hunter Biden will be indicted? Because there's lots of leaks that think that he will. I, I, I do think that he will, but I think because that will be the trade-off, and there's a couple there's a couple trade-offs within the trade-off. First of all, they have to get rid of Trump. I um, Even though you and I know or believe, I, they, their goal is to get rid of Trump. They know that they're not going to get rid of all 75 million MAGA voters, but they know that they will that, that they will cause damage to the MAGA movement in the in much in the way that damage was done to the Tea Party movement that eventually it co- goes away without the titular head of it. Right. They also at the same time, they also really want to get rid of Joe Biden. And so it's a twofer for them, because if they can get get rid of Trump and get him prosecuted, they they can't really do that. And actually appear as though they're actually a legit, uh, straight up, we don't, we don't, we have, we prosecute with no fear or favor when everybody knows now the cat's out of the bag, that Hunter Biden is a creep that committed all kinds of drug crimes, gun crimes, sex crimes, uh, uh, corruption crimes against the United States of America. With Joe being a part of it. With Joe being a part of it. So what I think the play is, I think they're going to indict Trump. And I think they are going to indict Hunter Biden, but Hunter Biden's going to be some, it'll be some kind of low level beef that it'll be like Michael Sussman. He'll get a slap on his wrist. He'll get six months probation kind of crap and nothing will come of it. But then the left will be able to say, look, see how even handed the DOJ is, right? Um, I think that when it comes to Donald Trump, I think that what will end up happening though is I think DeSantis steps in. Which is our only person that we have on the well, bench. And then think about it, too, because Trump is still going to have the power of endorsement. He in- endorses DeSantis. People already love him. I mean, that's yeah. going to do wonders. Right. I That is what I think. That's what I think would happen and has to happen because we don't have a bench. And I don't care how many times Mike Pence tries to sound like he's concerned. No. He's he's done. I'm going to go buy a Mega Millions nobody ticket tonight. Him. No, no, nobody. He will not. They cannot shove him on MAGA voters with the nomination. He he will not get the nomination in 2024. But even if they get rid of Trump, even if DeSantis decides not to throw his hat in the ring. Well, you and I had this conversation. It won't be Pence. It will not be Pence. It absolutely will not be Pence. There's no way they're going to be able to force him on the American people. The days on, on the Republican voters and MAGA voters, the days of them shoving their rhino establishment candidate on us like Mitt Romney and like John McCain are in the rearview mirror, Ron and McDaniel. It will not happen. With that, I don't know one MAGA voter that gives a dime to Ron and McDaniel in the RNC. They don't care. At this point, it's about conservatism. It's about America first. It's not about party. We are not party loyalists. We're loyalists to the Constitution. We're loyalists to uh, to America and its foundations. Our loyalty is not even really to Donald Trump. It's to MAGA. It's to America first. That's what it's about. That and that's what they're trying to destroy. You know, and it's sad that that most likely is is, is going to happen because he does not deserve it. No, he doesn't deserve it. He doesn't deserve it. And I think that whether or not legally he can run, which I believe he can because, you know, you are innocent until proven guilty. I don't think he w- would run uh, under investigation or under indictment because He's got a family too. well, not. Yeah, but I, I, well, I don't think that he would because I think that it would do he would be too damaged. He wouldn't be able to run an effective campaign. And, and I think God he would have to step away. up with this for five years, seven at this point. He came down the escalator in 2015 and that's when it started. That's when they started putting spies inside of his campaign. That's when they were bugging. We now know 
that Hillary Clinton and Mark Elias, let's not forget, nobody's even continuing to talk about this, that we have evidence that Mark Elias, one of the things that came out through the Durham report is that Hillary Clinton, the DNC, uh, and Mark Elias and um, Perkins Coy hired some students out of Georgia that illegally spied on on the Trump campaign and Donald J. Trump and the Oval Office after he became president. They were spying on him in the Oval Office, and nobody's been held accountable to that. This man has been putting up with a constant target on his back to persecute him and prosecute him since he came down the escalators, and I don't believe they're going to give up until they get their job done. I don't believe they are. We're get, we got our job done for this segment. We're going to take a skinny, tiny little break. When we come back, um, who's warning Mexico that the gringos are coming? We're going to talk about that when we come back. This is the Andrea K. Show on AIM 1170. The Answer, San Diego. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. I'm going to say that uh, LA Times, New York Post article um, that I'm calling um, The Gringos Are Coming, The Gringos Are Coming, uh, to read you guys a couple of emails um, because I think one of the emails that I've gotten here actually ties into the Joe Biden uh, corruption with the CCP and why that's so, so important. So thanks to you guys who are emailing me every day. Um, this email says the CCP is intent on colonizing America. They actually believe that, Chi- that the Chinese discovered America. Therefore, it is their right to take over our nation. They refer to our civilization as the problem that must be cleansed for colonization. Um, they have been buying up U.S. properties. That's true. I, and I don't know if they're planning to colonize. I, I'm not that familiar with that, but I'm just reading an email. They are quite intent on taking over our nation and indeed all the Western nations. Many years ago, the CCP and Russia created a list of, quote, cures for the disease of the USA and the West. Currently, the first cure is by a weapon in conjunction with development of genetically engineered vectors, which may not affect people's of preferred DNA profiles. Uh, for instance, the Chinese populations, the rest of us would just have to deal with it. To paraphrase, while it might be regrettable if 100 million or 200 million of the population of the problem country um, should perish, the rest should fall in line. Um, you might want to, he goes on to say, you might want to quit calling the Ukrainians being so corrupt when far worse corruption is right here in the USA, where outright traders are continually involved in selling us out, we, the USA, need strong responses to not only save our own nation, but also protect other nations being attacked and or threatened by such abominable psychopaths and bad actors as the Russian and Chinese oligarchs, um, as well as the Islamic terror conglomerates. Um, we are on the edge. There's no time left. We are in it now. Um, I don't. I think there's time left to save America, but I do think there's no time left for us to wake up for it. So thank you for that email. we got more to share with you guys next hour. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.